Welcome to Agency Talk with your hosts, Eddie, Benny, and Chuck. Brought to you by Genesis Software, the agency management people. Welcome to episode one. I'm Eddie. I'm Chuck. And this is Benny. Today's topic is going to be computer speed for the insurance agent. When we're talking about computer speed today, we're not going to be talking about network speed or internet speed. We plan to do that in episode two. Mm -hmm. We are going to be talking about when a person has a speed, a problem with the speed of their computer, they're not happy with it, what are some of the things that we're going to look at and make recommendations about? Is that right. fair? That's right. That's yeah. fair. Sounds it's good. important to keep those two separate, too, because you can have computer speed, and then you've got your network speed. Mm -hmm. And you definitely need to address your computer speed first because it starts with the workstation, then you move backwards from there throughout the network. Okay. I think it's important for computer speed when we... Before we start, is to actually talk about maybe some requirements for the hardware, okay. and that's part of the speed and part of the uh, what you would need increase the speed, you know, for your for your network. What I recommend as far as computer, as far as a, a computer, is for a workstation, we need a dual core processor uh, mm -hmm. of some kind. I would think it would it can be anything from say two point 2.8 higher higher yeah and what do you think yeah and then maybe four gig of ram at least four gig of ram and then a good hard drive size of uh, 500 meg or maybe terabyte yeah it's important to remember too i mean I, if you price check things like this on newegg.com standard right now you can get a system for four or five hundred dollars that comes with four gigs of, of memory just knowing that it, it should be pretty cheap upgrade if that's something that you need to do. Yeah, and I would recommend at least at least Windows 7 Pro or higher. Probably can't even get Windows 7 anymore. It's probably more like Windows 8 mm. professional for the software for the computer. And I know Eddie's a big proponent of dual monitors. Yeah, so, but, but that really doesn't. I mean, I guess that's... If we're talking about solving a technical problem with computer speed, mm -hmm. then that probably doesn't play into it at this point, right? I wouldn't say so. I think we could definitely address that as its own topic, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, because computer speed, I mean, once we start talking about system requirements, we are going to be talking about, as it pertains to Genesis, we're going to be talking about which Genesis product do you have and how are you getting that product, mm -hmm. whether you install in your network or local. But if we're just talking about someone calling up and saying my computer speed and maybe this gets kind of dependent on what they're doing and what, what their speed problem is yes. but their computer speed when I think about some of the problems I may have had over the years sometimes it can just be because I've had the computer a year or two maybe I've visited a lot of websites maybe I've downloaded stuff mm -hmm. that is causing this the computer to run slower right that's so true it, it yes. may, so Definitely. my first thought is kind of making sure the computer is is the right, I mean, you don't want a, a, a seven-year-old computer because it probably doesn't have enough RAM and, and the processor's not mm. enough. Yeah. Right, that's why I started out with yeah. hardware requirements. That's what I, what I would recommend. And it could uh, be And that's regardless things. of whether they're using Genesis or not. Is that what you're saying? Sure, yeah. yes. So, so we, your, your, your recommendation to people would be you need at least four gig of RAM 
and a 2.8 processor or right, higher, right, and mm -hmm. at least 500 meg hard drive. Definitely. Uh, and that sort of depends, the hard drive depends a little bit on <coughs> how much data your storage. That's mm -hmm. correct. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. what you're going to put on there. Another good concern, too, about computer speed is malware. Malware infections will immediately affect computer speed, and a vast majority of the problems I've done tech support for have been, you know, solved by removing malware from the computer. I mean, that's an immediate improvement in performance. And uh, examples of malware would be something like two bars yes. on your Internet Explorer. Mm -hmm. uh, the more two bars you have, the more likely you are to have malware. For instance, there's several out there that when you install a program, it wants to install a two bar Internet Explorer or either Google Chrome a browser. It will try to install that and that basically picks up your surfing habits and and that's stuff that can slow your computer down yeah and, and i think a lot of those chuck will require you to uncheck something in that download or install process mm -hmm. to not put that toolbar or other things on your computer so you need to be careful with that when you're downloading something or running an up uh, an install yeah. so you may want to don't let it add extra things to your computer because many times it'll want to do that and it requires mm -hmm you paying attention to not let it happen rather than paying attention to make it happen, right? Yes, and, and it's important to know if if the program is free, it's not always free. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's a good indicator of they're going to try to install something that you may, you may or may not want. Mm -hmm. You know, some things you want and some things you don't. So if someone is listening to this podcast and they believe that their computer is not fast enough to make them happy right now, then the first thing we're going to say is go into, right-click on my computer, uh, if it's, and I'm really talking Windows here, not so much Macs. I think most of our people are, are that we're working with today are using uh, Windows, so that's what we'll address right now. But I would right-click on my computer and, and go to Properties and open up Properties, am I right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to show me my RAM. So I need to be seeing 4 gig of RAM or mm -hmm. higher. And a 2.8 processor or higher, and a right. 500. Uh, uh, it may not show the hard drive there. You may yeah. have to right-click on the the C drive itself to see how big the hard drive. But if that's the first step, is what I'm hearing you say. So right. if if I'm not there, then I may want to consider at this point. And and I'm a believer, by the way. Like Benny said earlier, computers are pretty cheap these days. So. I'm a believer personally in going out and getting a new computer yes. if that computer's several years old, uh, rather than going out and adding more RAM. But do, you, do you have a recommendation, either one of you? Do you are you an advocate of upgrading a computer, or does it just depend on a lot of things? It depends on, in my in my opinion, it depends on you know how old the computer is. If it's over three years old, you probably need a new computer. Okay. Yeah. If it's under three, then you can just bump the RAM. Mark, yeah. If you're good, if you're uh, if you're talking, you know, RAM versus a new computer, RAM's cheap too now. So, if you've got one that's that's over three years old, and you know, I would recommend maybe, you know, bumping up your computer, the total okay. computer. Okay, so re yeah. replace the computer if it's over replace, three years old. If right. it's less than three years old, maybe consider just uh, adding RAM. Uh, but now, if that processor is less than a two point eight. That probably is not an upgrade so much. Is that accurate? Yeah, most computers that are three years old or, or less 
have a 2.8 in them, okay. probably. So if you don't have a 2.8, that's also probably a, a replace, not an upgrade. Right. So. Right. Anything right. dealing with the motherboard like that is a much more involved update, uh, upgrade. It's going to be a lot harder to change out parts like that. And it's almost cheaper, really, just to replace the computer. When Certainly you a lot, lot less hassle. Yes, right. a lot less hassle. So, all right, so that's the specs on the computer. If I'm, having, if I'm calling you up and saying, my computer's just not running fast enough, which I've done, by the way, for a lot of years, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's and true. So, but then the other thing is, I know sometimes you will maybe run uh, something to find. Is malware something, a tool to help me find problems, or is malware my problem? It's the problem. The malware is the problem itself. And there's a lot of tools you can use to scan and find and target and remove these uh, these malware programs. Like we use Malware Bytes here. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a free utility that so works really Google well. So you Google Malware Bytes. Exactly. And, and that's B-I-T-B-Y-T-E-S. Okay. So they would Google that. We can try to put this kind of information in our show notes that will go with this podcast. Um but they would Google that and download that little software, and it's free. They would run it, and that would clean up the computer or something. Yeah, right? the, the initial <clears throat> the initial download is free, but you can uh, you can buy it. It's a it's a purchase purchasable program. Yeah. Why, why would you buy it if it's free? Uh, well, there's there's different options that it'll give you that you can set up scan at certain times and certain days and. Yeah, Would that be your continue. recommendation that someone, if they want to keep their computer from bogging down over time, that they purchase malware bytes? I, I would always recommend that you you purchase uh, a product that you enjoy using. Okay. Yeah. Simply because it took somebody some time to write it. Yeah. First of all, and then I I believe in supporting you know a person or an entity that. It writes the software. Well, I agree completely. Really, though, what I'm asking, I think, is, are you saying you don't? I thought you were saying you need to purchase it in order to be able to use it over no, and over. No, no, you don't. You don't need to purchase it to to be able to use it. But uh, just purchasing it, are you purchasing it just for to do the right thing, and that's okay if that's well, why, or are you purchasing it, purchasing it because you get more functionality? Yeah, it's not really that. I mean, the reason you would purchase it is because you get additional features with it. Like, it's more automated, like Chuck was saying. You can okay. schedule times for it to do it and clean things up itself. Now, if you just download it as a free version, you're going to have to sit there and you're going to have to click run, and it's going to ask you, you know, do you want to remove these? These are what is listed in your system as malware. Do you want to remove each one of these? And, you, you know, you hit clean up and it'll remove all of them. You can automate that whole process. Do you recommend that they purchase it so they can keep running it, Benny? I would or does say, it depend? I would say it would depend. Like a, a server, a server is a good idea for something like that that's automated. You know, if you've got it on your server, it's a good idea. Now, each workstation individually, I wouldn't purchase it, you know, for each workstation and deploy it. That would be that would be silly, I think. But I think it would be a good idea to run it on all those workstations at some point. So maybe then a way to think about this is if I, da if, if I think my computer should be a little faster and I download malware bytes for free and I run it and I love what it did mm -hmm. and a month later or two or three months later I feel like it's over time gotten back to where it was that may be the time where I want to say you know it worked for me last time I'm just going to pay for it and have it run daily weekly or however that needs yeah. to, to work. That is a great idea and that's that's a good example of why you would want to purchase it. 
All right, so we, we understand the specs. We understand that malware bytes is a program that will find malware that's run, that over time is collected on your computer, probably through email attachments or downloads that you've done that's slowing your computer down. Is there anything else? Well, the other program that I like to use and Benny uses as well, I think, is called CCleaner. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it will actually clean up the registry. So that's different than malware bytes. That's different. Yeah. So we'd want to do that maybe to, to even make more progress. I think right, that's that, a great idea. That'll help you speed up your computer. Uh, there's a lot of things when you install programs that will put a startup item in your startup of, gen of Windows. And once you start up, every time you start up, it loads this program into memory. Okay. So that's taking up space in your memory, and it's not allowing you to to use that memory space for day-to-day -day operations. So what's that called again? It's called C-Cleaner. C-C-L-E-A-N-E-R. C-Cleaner. Yeah. The letter C. The letter C. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and just Google that, download that. That's free. Run it. Run it. Run same it. Same story. And it'll, same story as malware bytes. All right. Yeah. And that will clear up probably 85 to 90% of your wow. Your problems. Nice. Mm -hmm. As far as mm -hmm. speed. All right. Anything else? If we're trying to, we're thinking about the things to do to make a computer, a laptop, or a, a tower or desktop computer. Well, this this is a little more technical. If you go to your uh, start button and click run, on some computers you have to type the word run to get to your command prompt. But you can type uh, run, then type in uh, msconfig, mm -hmm. which is msconfig. And there's a, a tab there that says Startup. And you can click on that tab, and it will show you the programs that are loading into memory on Startup. Yeah. And you can take those out by unchecking them. If you know what they are. If you know what and they are. And you know that you don't need them. Right. And if you're unsure what they are, don't take them out? Well, you can take them out and restart the computer. And if you find out, hey, I needed that, you can always go back and put the check mark back in. And yeah. is that just preventing it from loading in the tray at the bottom? Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. so not the end of the, it's not taking the program off the computer, it's just not having it open or load and be minimized in the tray. Yeah, exactly. it's basically like loading on startup. Yeah. It's either do you want it to start up immediately every time your computer's running and always run, or do you want to just start it up yourself whenever you need to use the software? So For an example of that, it would be like a antivirus software program it's probably starting it and running at the bottom which it should it should that's yeah, a good example of something that there there are other examples like programs that update mm -hmm. you know they update. check for updates a lot and they load a software to check for an update adobe's pretty bad for that oh yes they'll they do that they'll, they'll load an update manager and they'll check for updates ever so often so I could have a few of those even without being aware yeah. and then in the afternoon I may notice it seems like my computer slows down every afternoon it may be because I've got one or more uh, uh, applications trying to check for an update for itself and maybe do the update right and then also there's backups you know if you run a backup at 2 o'clock in the afternoon then that's going to slow your computer down Okay. Now, so, so you may want to reschedule that backup for different time period yeah after hours mm -hmm. do you recommend then chuck that the per average person that's listening to this podcast you know will have different levels of technical skills do you recommend that the average person go to the command prompt on their computer 
Type, what did you say? Go to start and then run, uh-huh. and then type M-S-C-O-N-F-I-G, all so, one word. So msconfig and then the run box that mm-hmm. opens up. Open up a little screen, and then in that screen there's a, a little tab that says start up. So do you recommend the average person do that? Sure. We, okay. So you, this is not an area you say you need to have a, a trained professional do that. If you follow these instructions, you might even be able to Google uh, how do I remove things using config sys. Yeah. Yeah. MS config. MS config. Yeah. I think anybody could use that because the worst that's going to happen if you go in there and uncheck something is you need to check it back whenever it starts back up and restart. Right. Right. All right. Good. That's good information. And if you don't know what it is, you can always, if you're adventurous, you can uncheck it. Yeah. And restart your computer, see what happens. Mm-hmm. If you're not adventurous, then don't uncheck it. <laughs> and one good point with yeah. that is you can usually just go into Google and look up those those files in there. So if you see something in there you can't identify, you can usually go Google it, and it'll kind of tell you what it is, identify that program. So you'll be better aware if you actually want to cut it off before you do. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Is that anything else on the checklist to speed up a computer? Is that mm-hmm. the majority of it? That's that's the majority. Should, should be a yeah. good start. If all that doesn't work, see a professional, take it somewhere, <laughs> or, or replace the computer. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely, definitely. Okay. All right. Any any closing thoughts on computer speed? Hmm. Uh, we covered a good bit there. I think that's it. I, I think you, if, you, if you'll do those uh, few things that we recommend, if all else fails, like you said, replace the computer. But, you know, it. if you do those few things, then you should... Should be good. Mm-hmm. The main thing, like I said, the spotlight I would put on is sea cleaner. That's cured, like you said, 80-90% of the problems right there. Yeah, that, that cleans up your registry. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of programs that get loaded that you uninstall and they don't clean up the registry. Sea cleaner will, will do that. Mm-hmm. All right, great. I hope that this episode has been helpful to some folks. Keep it handy for the day when maybe you do have computer speed problems. You can refer back to this and listen to it again there. Check out the show notes that should be with this. And if you have any questions of us at Genesis Software, Eddie, Chuck, or Benny, our email addresses are pretty simple. It's chuck at genesissoftware.com or eddie at genesissoftware.com or benny at genesissoftware.com. And you can visit our website, genesissoftware.com. We have frequently asked questions there that may be helpful, as well as other useful information like these podcasts. Thanks so much for listening today. This episode of Agency Talk was brought to you by the fine people at Genesis Software, the agency management system that makes you better.